This is an ABC podcast. Roots and Shoots with Sabrina Hahn and Christine Layton on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Oh, good morning, everyone. Hello, Sabrina. Wow, top of the morning to you, Steens. What a <sighs> glorious day out there. It is right now, but it's going to really turn to, you know, yeah, later on. Marsh. Yeah, for Perth at least, storms mm. and then a gale force warning in mm. for tomorrow and very, very cold. So I hope that across the state it's a little bit better up north <laughs> at least and this is where they're going. Oh, no. See, I was really excited when oh. I got up and saw the sunshine. Then I looked at the passage of the day weather-wise and I thought, well, that'd be right. As soon as I finish work <laughs> this afternoon at like two o'clock, yes, uh, it'll just rain. Mm, I was mm. looking longingly at my veggie patch. Oh, how's it going? And you know, you had Penny on talking about tomatoes. Yes. I was looking at my veggie patch, going, "I wish I could put tomatoes in this weekend." Yeah, for those of you uh, who are listening from around the state, for the Perth Saturday Breakfast listeners, Penny mm. Woodward, who is the horticultural editor from Organic Garden Magazine, has an article on the tomato rainbow in mm. this month magazine and mm. it's just spectacular. I had no idea that you could grow pink uh, tomatoes, although I suppose pink for a gardener is is not pink like, you no, know, like a no, Barbie it's, doll. It's but not like yeah. <laughs> a Barbie yeah. doll pink. <laughs> it's not, you're not going to have a neon disco. You can get one with stripes called yeah. Tigerella. That's one of my favourite ones. That's a beautiful tomato. It's is a it little one. Red and navy blue kind of. No, no, it's green and yellow stripes. Oh. Yeah, it's funky. It's like a beach ball. Yeah. Spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. It's all up on the website, of course, if you want to want to go and have a squeeze. Yeah. Give us a call 1300 or send us a text 0437 922 Tara Delangraft uh, is, or was I should say, the rural reporter out at S Sprints, uh, long-standing ah, ABC employee. Tara. Yeah, another I one who went off to Tara. reproduce. She's yes. got a beautiful little boy. Um, she's our first texter this morning who said, uh, would love to plant three to four fruit trees in my suburban backyard in the coming weeks. Any suggestions for species that will survive <laughs> in Antarctic conditions and thrive in beach sand? <laughs> <laughs> and I do miss her, her quips on air. <laughs> um well, you know, sand is actually quite a good medium to grow stuff in. You just have to add a lot of stuff to it. <laughs> but it's better than clay. You just have to dilute it to the point yeah. you're not recognising it Don't anymore. even recognise it, sand. Yep. So, Tara, you're going to have to go and get some bags of uh, compost, some clay, some sheep poo, of which there is plenty around Esperance. Um, make a big mix up in your wheelbarrow. She'd have the connections for that as well. She yep. would indeed. Mm. Uh, now, peaches, nectarines, plums will all do really well. So will the Mediterranean plants like figs, um, locusts, all the citrus does quite well as long as you build the soil up. That's a good so choice. You can, yeah, you can grow just about anything there. You just need to improve the soil. And look, I know it's a tad windy, so don't even bother with avocados. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's, so, that's good to know at least. And I should say at this point that at the halfway mark, after your song pick of the week, we mm. are going to speak to Sue Layton yes. about the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Show. So excited. Yeah. So excited. Which is going ahead. And uh, we've got a, a call of a similar flavour from a similar part of the world from Ruth in Esperance. Hello, Ruth. Uh, good morning, Christine and Sabrina. Good morning, Ruth. Now, there's a bit of a wildflower festival in Esperance as well, isn't there? A, a bit of a festival. 
Oh. Could you say that? <laughs> <laughs> a huge <laughs> one. Absolutely superb festival. What, um, what dates and, and where? Tell us everything, Ruth. It's uh, 22nd to the 26th of September. Yeah. It's spread over three venues, um, the parish centre, the church where all the beautiful children's art will be, and the, um, which did I say? Did I say the Civic Centre? Yes. No, not yet. Oh, so, now you have. <laughs> so we're going to keep them busy, but they'll look, there'll be so much to see along the way. Yes. Um, it's uh, taking the theme of flowers and feathers this year. Flowers um, and feathers? Yeah, the interdependence of oh. um, plants and birds. Fantastic. Um, it is fantastic. And, oh, the things that are happening down at Esperance Community Arts, who are the organisers of the festival now, um, they are building huge sculptures of the endangered bittern and they've got it sitting in its environment, which is going to be really something to behold. It's nearly finished. Uh, things on New Holland honey eaters and the sort of nest they provide, the wedge-tailed eagle wow. and the Dalyarak. Uh, Noongar Rangers are going to be having a, a good part in it. We've had a, um, the season was late, but it's come on very well. Yeah. So the late rains have brought up um, lots of flowers, which will be in beautiful timing for the festival. There's some um, magnificent wildflowers around Esperance, uh, isn't there, Ruth? Yes. Stunning. Yes. Stunning indeed. Well, so um, how, many, how many people do you think SB can hold um, over that? Weekend, Ruth. How many? How many people would you like to invite down? Oh, thousands! Everybody, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> well, we hope you get uh, a really good attendance. Yeah. I'm sure you will, because people are in the mood for wildflowers. Yeah, at that's the moment. exactly right. And we can only we can only holiday around the state. So, yep, which I think is a damn good thing. Mm. So, um, like Esperance was one of my favourite camping spots. Steens used to. There's so many isolated. Beautiful places down Lucky there. Lucky Bay. Lucky Bay's all over yeah. Instagram these Cape days. Cape Arid. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, Cape Arid. Mm. It is, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, because of the kangaroos at the beach. Oh. It's been interesting to watch uh, as the younger social media yeah. users start to appreciate the state yeah. that we've all known is beautiful for. Yeah, everyone. yeah, yeah. They're, they're cotton on to it. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's go to Jenny, who's in Como. G'day, Jenny. Oh, hi. Hi, Sabrina and Christine. Thanks Hello, so much Jenny. for your show. It's such enjoyable listening. Oh, oh you, you can come on any time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very new to gardening and I'm still finding my way. So, it, Sabrina, my question is, over the last year or so, I've, I've planted willy-nilly and, and been very shallow and chosen on looks only. And I've now <laughs> got a combination of natives and non-natives. Yeah. When I started to look at a fertiliser regime, I realised that maybe... The two aren't compatible, so I'm wondering, is there a fertiliser that will suit both? Yeah. And is blood and bone suitable for natives? Okay, great question, Jenny. Now, there is a fertiliser that is suitable for everything, natives, non-natives, lawn, the whole lot. Um, And it's a mineral-based fertiliser. I can't give you product names. No. uh, But it's a mineral-based fertiliser. It's slow release. Mm -hmm. You have to be very careful when using blood and bone, Jenny, because sometimes uh, it burns the foliage of native plants and can, in fact, kill native plants if you're too heavy-handed with it. Okay. So I would stick to the mineralised 
uh, fertilizer. You can go on my website and I talk about fertilizers, what they do and what components are, um, and that will give you some guidance. So Great. it's sabrinahan.com.au. Fabulous. Look, thank you so much, Sabrina. Okay, no thank worries, you, Jenny. Jenny. Nice to speak to you. Good luck gardening. We love new gardeners. It's hard not to be superficial when it comes to, to plants, though. I know. I mean, Oops. you can't get to know their personality mm. until you take them home, you know mm. what I mean? So mm. you've kind of just got to roll with it. And when they've got their party frocks on, they look really good. And they then do. when they take their party frocks off, then yeah. you think... Well, you're a bit boring, really. That's right. But then if you can't have them at their worst, you don't deserve them at their best. Oh, you know what Steve's, I'm saying? That's very prophetic. Isn't that from Marilyn Monroe? It's one yeah. of the most shared <laughs> memes on Facebook. Um, so uh, Amelia in South Perth on the text line said, I am in desperate need of help. My native frangipani is two years old. <laughs> Enough said, Amelia. Um, and never gets a chance to grow as the new roots always get eaten. I use oh. eco oil to no effect. I'm going to get rid of it. What's going oh, on Oh, that's nothing to worry it about. It actually looks like a toddler's been at it. It does, doesn't it? Well, certainly um, they teeth marks? they've been having a good old chow down quite, on it. Almost now, looks like someone got a hole punch and went, went at the leaves. What's you know that? why? Because the leaves have been chewed when they're furled up. So there's a bit of webbing on that. Um, which is the string from caterpillars. So it's actually a caterpillar that's eating that. So the oil won't do much good. I would switch to a bacteria spray Mm -hmm. that has um, either spinosad in it or um, bacillus thuringiensis. One or the other. Just think, just remember bacteria spray. <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you, Amelia. That'll, that'll do you. That'll do your job. All right. Robert is in Gwellup. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Sabrina. And I think it's Chris. It, it, it is. is. I'll take that. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> okay. No worries. Now, I've got um, two trees. One yes. One of the mandarin tree. Yes. And the lime tree. Right. These were both in pots in my previous uh, residence. We've uh, downsized right. the building and um, I'm sort of having trouble because neither of them are fruiting. Right. Okay. And so what, what we've done, we've, we've transplanted them out of the pots mm-hmm. and put them in, in the grounds. And, yep. uh, yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, no. Are you in the ground? Where did you go, Robert? Oh. Hello. Hello. Oh, you're oh, still Robert. there. We lost you. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yes, I must have. I must have touched something. I've got to use <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> no we judgment. We do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so, uh, what? Why are they not fruiting? Or do we? Is there a? So you've put them in the ground. He's going to get. You've put them in the ground. I put them. I put them in the ground. They were in. They were in uh, each in a pot. Yes. And my previous one, they were fruiting. Right. But now I'm in the village. And we've put them in the ground and uh, no fruit. Okay. After two years. Okay. So a couple of things there. Um, it, they're in a, a different soil type and they'll need to reclimatize. So basically it's a nutrition thing. So um, I would get trace elements to them, Robert. So it's foliar spray with trace elements. Use it on the ground as well. I would do it every two weeks just to improve uh, the amount of minerals that are getting, particularly the potassium that's getting to the tree. 
and I think you'll find it usually takes a couple of years for plants to acclimatise. So. Right. Um, the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Show kicks off on the 7th of September, doesn't oh. it? I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes, it does. 7th. Yes, Yes. Yep. It's yep. been running since 1982, and mm. it's we're going to speak to Sue Layton about it later on. Somebody who's got a calendar out and a chemical pen, and they're crossing off the days until you come down that way, is this guy. G'day, Wombat. G'day, you <laughs> Hello, Wombat. I'm so excited about coming down, Wombat. Yes, on Aderson, Sabrina, we got plenty of sunshine down here in Dope Town. Oh, I'm so <laughs> pleased, Wombat. I'm so pleased. Good beer and fish drinking weather. I think you Wait, are the what? sunshine in, in Hope Town, though, Wombat. I think, yeah, you, yeah, you bring it, yep. Yeah, okay. Hey, Sabrina, I'm having one for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a champion, Wombat. That's what I like, commitment. <laughs> Perfect time to do a time call. It is 18 minutes past nine and don't we all just want to live like Wombat? Give us a call, 1300 uh, uh, 720 uh, I'm taking Wombat out for dinner. <laughs> oh, He's going to join us all for nice. dinner. Okay. I've got my own wheels down there thanks Ooh. to... All the people, you know, country people are so generous yes. and lovely. Yes, people they are going to pick me up from the Esperance Airport. Yep. give me a car, give me a house. Yep, I had um, give I had, me dinner. I mentioned on air just in passing one morning that I had something eating my clothes, um, and uh, Erica and Ron from ben- Denmark um, bought me a, a branch of bay leaves to put in my drawer so that oh. it would no longer happen. It was just the most thoughtful thing. I know, isn't that lovely? Yeah, and and you know, I love you, Perth people. You've obviously got a lot on, but I mean. I mean, I'd, I'd never experienced that kind mm. of thoughtfulness. <laughs> it was I so know, lovely. It's gorgeous. Yeah, no. It's... I would have asked for a new item of clothing, but you know, a bay leaf is <laughs> no, okay. I don't need those. <laughs> 1300 720. We've got some lines free, so it's a good time to call 1300 Let's do some texts uh, very quickly. Liz said, I have a veggie patch which has declined over the years. Last year, nothing new. Where Ooh. should I start? The partner has given up on this. Oh, Liz, you haven't though. Good girl. So what happens is the um, after a while, the veggies take up all the nutrients that's in the soil. So sometimes it helps to remove the top third of the soil and then put new soil in, get some fresh fertiliser, put in some manure, a uh, bit of compost, bit of clay, you know, build all that up again and you'll find that the next crop you put in will be happy as. The other thing that happens, sometimes you get pests that find where your veggies are and they just go, well, I'm just going to stay here now. <laughs> um, so they'll eat your stuff and sometimes you get disease, which is why it's a good idea just to replenish the soil every couple of years. All right, 1300 720. Give us a call, 1300 720. Tina is in Mandra. Hello, Tina. Oh, hi, how are you? Good, so Tina. Well. Uh, I've got a problem. I, my mandarin tree is looking really, really sick. Yep. Uh, last year, I did get a whole pot of mandarins. I know they were beautiful, only small though, but uh, the leaves look really tired and some mm. have dropped off. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. Okay. So they're in the ground, Tina? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So what's happened is the root system of your mandarin has just uh, met 
the gutless, sandy soils of Mandurah, which have <laughs> no nutrient holding capacity whatsoever. So one of the best ways to get minerals or nutrients back into your citrus is to foliar feed it. That means a fertiliser like trace elements that you spray all the leaves with and it's taken in through the leaf tissue. It's the most effective, fastest way of getting nutrients to your citrus. You need to fertilise as well, but the fertiliser can take up to six weeks to get, you know, to get up to the top of the leaf. So um, look for a, a click on... Trace element spray uh, and do the whole foliage, and I would do that every two weeks in Mandurah until you see it's picking up. All right, good advice. Jamie is in Shoalwater. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Roots and Shoots. Um, <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Um, Are you the I Roots, have... I'm the Shoots? Yeah. I think, no, no, I think, yeah. I'd oh, be you're the... the Roots and I'm the shoot. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. the Shoots. Sorry. Because yeah. you, you're the one that shoots the, 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 buttons. the buttons. Okay, sorry, yeah. Jamie, just wanted to We wanted out. to clarify our, our purposes here in the, in <laughs> the studio. Uh, always, always good to do so. <laughs> yep. Um, I have a, um, a couple of Japanese pepper trees which have mm-hmm. been cut down. Yeah. And they... Uh, have grown into a many-headed hydra since. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, um, that's a perfect and, description, actually. And I would like to terminate them with extreme prejudice. Um, yes. How, how does one get rid of these things without, okay. uh, without poisoning what else is in the ground? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's interesting. You call it a Japanese pepper tree. People call it a Brazilian pepper tree. Other people call it just a mongrel pepper tree. Oh. Um, well, the thing with the little red... Yeah, it's horrendous thing. weed. It is... It's really sad because it's a stunning tree. They also oh. call it a monkey puzzle tree because of the way the branches all interlock together. Oh, wow. It's the best kids' climbing tree. <laughs> um, anyway, they are a complete menace. So I'll tell you how I got rid of mine, Jamie. I bought in a DC-12 dozer <laughs> uh, and dug down about 40 metres to get to the um, – I'm not joking – to get to- – <laughs> <laughs> to get to the root system. However, okay, this is what you need to do and this is how I got rid of all the suckers. So in a Vegemite jar, you're going to mix up 60% kerosene. Ah, cool. This is the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 60% kerosene, 40% blackberry and tree killer. Yep. Then you're going to take your vengeance upon said pepper tree and you can either use a reciprocating saw, a tomahawk, an axe, a block buster, something to make fresh cuts into the pepper tree. And with a paintbrush, you're going to paint the entire stump. Excellent. I have a I have a I have a high powered recip saw which will do an excellent. Excellent. Job. Yep. So uh, chop some slicing holes. People probably think I'm a mass murderer. <laughs> um, but honestly, Jamie, that was the only way apart from a dozer uh, that but, I got but, but, rid of mine. Okay, and that mix won't get into the soil and, and no, 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 pick, no, 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 Is not at all. It on the stump. Yeah, you're just painting the actual stump. Yeah, but it, it doesn't leach into the soil. No, not at all. No, no, no. Terrific. No. Okay. No. 
percent for Trump. Ooh. All right, go and have fun. Yeah, I want to know how you go, Jamie. If it does work, maybe send us a text. Um, and we have so many of them this morning. Oh, they no. are coming in thick and fast. Thick and fast. Uh, we'll do what we can. Margaret has said we have these plants appearing in our garden prolifically every winter. Uh, we got the original from a home garden. Um, and it wow, what is that? Aren't they awesome? Okay, now so I it's had like a to, little yellow balloon. Yes. Now I had to look this up because I knew the name had changed. Mm-hmm. So for people that know, it's a plant called a lady's purse, the lady's purse plant. And Margaret said she can't find them anywhere. Um, we, yeah, no reference in gardening. Books. No, because the names changed, and they are a nana plant. So it's Calceolaria, C A L C E O L A R I A, Calceolaria. So there's about 388 different species. It's a this big is, plant, hey? It's I, I love them. I think they're beautiful. So this one has bright yellow little puff, flattened balloon flowers. Yeah, with on like a maroni kind of stalk. Yeah. And a big, big uh, leaf. That's all I've got. So Calceolaria, ladies' purse. And they come in beautiful colours. So I would suggest, Margaret, that you save the seed of those because I have not seen them for years and years and years. Oh. My my nan had them in her garden. Um, I love them. Granny's pickets is Mm. what she said a lady referred to them. Yeah, interesting. Granny's pickets. There you go. Mm. (laughs) Let's go to Dale in Coolbinia. Good morning, Dale. Morning, ladies. How are you? Very well. Exceptionally well. Oh, very good. Dangerously um, well. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> got a reciprocating <laughs> saw. Not good. <laughs> um, I've got an avocado tree that's been in the ground for about probably 20, 25 years. Yeah. It was in the house before we got here. It's about four metres tall and um, it's budding up nicely, but I've never, had, I've, I've never had more than four or five avocados off it. Right. Uh, I had, um, and uh, so the last few years I've actually started trying to look after it and looking healthy, but I'm just wondering if there's anything I can do to try and improve the crop uh, this coming season. Yep, you need to feed it up. Now, the other thing, Dale, is that it may actually need a pollinating partner. It, we do have a, um, a sh- this is a hass, and my uh, neighbour's got a shepherd uh, on okay. the, about, about 10 metres away on, okay. the, on, on, on this side of the fence. So. Okay. Oh, well, that's, um, now I'll have to double check to see if they're both, because hass is group A, and I can't remember if shepherd's A or B. I think it's a bee. Yeah, because so. you need an yeah. A and a B. Now, mm. th- um, do you have plenty of bees around? Because pollination yes, can be a I, problem. I do. I've actually got a beehive in one of my ah. trees. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, so then it's nutrient. So okay. you're just going to have to fertilise a lot more than what you are at present. Okay. And um, you need a really good, like you need a fertiliser that's got at least 30 different minerals in it for avocados. Um, so I would, I mean, it's too big to, to foliar feed, but get a really good quality fertiliser on it and I'd be start pumping that on now. Sharon in Chittering on the text line said, in regards to avocado trees, I keep killing them. What can I do to make sure they survive? I'm willing to give it one more go as they are a bit on the expensive side. They are. So if you're in an area where you get frost, um... They don't really like frost that well. Sharwell uh, is a good; it's more of a frost tolerant avocado. Um, 
I would I would grow it in a very large pot for about five years and then put it in the ground. So it's a decent size when you put it in. Oh, good luck, Sharon. Um, Steph said, I love the pepper tree. It brings back childhood memories. I was going to plant one. Are they that prolific? They certainly are, Steph. Mm, mm. Um, now, don't get that confused with the, the fine leaf pepper tree which people call the the Australian outback pepper tree. It's actually not. Um, It's from South America as well. But it isn't a pest. So just – so shyness mole, M-O-L-L-E, is the really lovely weeping fine leaf pepper tree. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other shyness – uh, is the mongrel, well, it's from Brazil. It's a, it's a South American weed tree. You won't be able to buy it anywhere. They're banned. They're, they're a weed. They're a declared mm. weed. So you can't purchase that one from. But shyness mole, leaf you can. You can. Right, okay. Yep. I hope that helps, Steph. Uh, Jude is in Australind and has a question about a pittosporum. Hello, Jude. Hi, morning, ladies. How are we? Very well. Very well. Now, Sabrina, I've got a bloke that takes you quite seriously when you say take to things with a chainsaw. <laughs> How did that go, Jude? <laughs> oh, he's going to attack things. We, we put this pseudosporum in uh, probably about two years ago as a, a hedge. Yeah. It's about four foot high. Uh, it's branching out quite nicely now. It was a bit slow, but he wants to know when he can prune it and how... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's not allowed to bring the chainsaw out of the shed, Jude. Good. I hope he's listening. You can play. Listening. You can... Good, good. <laughs> now, I'm not after this, don't worry. <laughs> what, what's his name, Jude? Al. Okay, Al. Now, I will let you have a perhaps a reciprocating saw, but you don't need a chainsaw. You're better off actually with a pair of long handled loppers. So it's a really good time to prune your potosporum. You either do it now or you do it at the end of summer. So long handled loppers, Al, they're very effective. <laughs> And, and your um, potosporums won't shiver in their boots. So and how much, o- only a third, Jude. Terrific. Yeah, a third. They're only two years old. I'll so, be out there with a measuring stick. <laughs> good lady. I'm glad that someone's out there to police him. Well, good luck, Jude. Um, thank you for the call. Thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. It's funny. At ten oh five, there are two sounds in Perth: there's sports talk and chainsaws. <laughs> After you give everyone permission. It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. All right, stay on hold, Lisa, Mullaney, Colleen and Nelly. We've got a pick of the week. And what is yep. it, Sabrina? Well, going back a bit, oh, I, I've sort of got... You know, I'm I'm being kind. Some weeks I'm really nice and mellow to people. Not this week. Um, <laughs> we've got drops of Jupiter by train this week. This is rocking, people. Oh yeah.
did not see that coming, Sab. I know. That's the oldest. I think that's the oldest I've gone. <laughs> For some time. That's right. It was interesting. A few weeks ago, you did a song called House Arrest. Oh, uh, yes, yes. And I, I saw the video clip after yep. we played it. And yep. the DJ had all of her friends in isolation doing videos <laughs> of them stuck at home. Um, and it was really cool. But that one, I mean, that takes me back to the Grey's Anatomy days. <laughs> Of the of the noughties. Yeah, that's right. Yes, but anyway. Um, so it is 24 minutes to 10 on Roots and Shoots with Christine and Sabrina or Sabinsteins. And we're going to talk about the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Show because it's on again very soon. And, you know, there are world-class parks down there. Mm. The Fitzgerald River National Park has, you know, 20% of WA's floral species. And a woman who knows them backwards is Sue Layton, one of the organisers. Hello, Sue. Hello, how are you both? Hello, oh. Sue. I'm so excited. Um, just leaping in my very pants that I sit in. She is. I don't know what to do. That's exactly what the plants are doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you think the year's shaping up, Sue? Oh, it's very exciting um, every year, but this year is really good. We um, haven't had much significant rain since February 2017, so in the last four to five weeks we've had rain. And it's very exciting. Oh. Do you reckon there'll be some little orchids popping their heads up? Oh, they're popping them up. They're popping up. <laughs> and and um, you can't help but go look for them, you know. Mm. Yeah. Tread warily and look for them. Yeah. But, yes. um, yeah, it's really good. So I think it's going to be really good. We're good, always um, told to yep. look up, but it's good to look down when you're looking for the orchids because mm. they can be so tiny you, you can you can miss them. So can you tell us what's happening for the 2020 show? When does it start? Who have you got? What What's what's the plan, Sue? Well, it's jam-packed. starts on the 7th of September and, um, and then we go through to the 16th and we've got our patron who is Hello, Madam Sabrina Hahn. <laughs> She's coming, coming down. Yep. Yep. yep, I'm going to open it with a bang. With, um, <laughs> along with Will Yeoman. So um, he's a brilliant um, author and art uh, photographer and um, journalist. So between the two of them, I think we're going to have fun. <laughs> you will. It's, <laughs> we've, it's... Got, we've got Sabrina organised to do all sorts of things, like go for a walk, you know, 10K walk. I hope you're up for it. You bet. 10k walk through the um, Fitzgerald River National Park with the rangers. So, awesome. um, and um, so that's a really, really good walk. And those guys in the park are amazing. And um, we've also got them at the show every day for two hours a day. So everybody loves talking to a ranger. So yeah, they'll be there. We've got oh, got art workshops. We've got Jude Taylor coming to do an art workshop. So Lino cut print, and she only does. West Australian wildflowers. So, yeah, her um, stuff is beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what else have we got? Well, you've we got, got you've got to tell people about the tag along tours because they yep. book out really quickly. Tag along. Yeah. <laughs> they certainly are. We're, we're looking, looking at having to do another one now for a group of Chamberlain tractors who are coming down. So, oh. um, the whole Chamberlain tractor. Yeah, yeah. Last Australian made tractor. So, so, we've got four. That might be five tag-alongs. We're doing a two-wheel drive tag-along as well. So, um, so you have to route. tell, yeah, tell people what that is and what that means. Um, well, it means that you get um, it's a well-organised um, tour. So, if you've got a four-wheel drive, um, we'll have an expert guide like Nathan McCoy or John Tucker, um, who'll be lead the tour, and the SES are involved. 
Um, we've got emergency services involved that, that everyone's safe. You, and you go through the range or you go down the coastal areas or you go to the park um, and you've got these guides um, there with you. So you just pull up and have your lunch somewhere and you've got just... You can fire questions at them. You'll see things that you'd never even think of looking at when you're in by yourself. Yeah, that's the key, isn't it? Mm. Um, the floods uh, in 2017, did they change the landscape much, Sue? What, what? They have. Yeah. Yes, they have. Yep. They've, um, they took out a lot of trees. So, in, in, you know, there's always an advantage to a disadvantage. So now you can see the Jodhakarup River. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You can hardly see it before and it's... Um, it's quite interesting. It's devastating, but it's interesting, and and you you, you see the geology because the whole side of it was taken away, like five or six meters of it gone. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, it is very incredible. But you see, you go back down. I go down often and walk and have a look and see what's happening there. So it's amazing what nature does to come back. And you've got that new um, road. Oh, well, it's not so new anymore. Um, the at, at, at the Cullum Inlet as well. Yes, which yes, takes you out. It's to only the a year old, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. And Beautiful. of course, you've got hundreds of wildflowers for people well, to look at. We'll have a minimum of six hundred. Wow! All, all in flower, all botanically identified. And um, it, it, and it's a credit to the. I think we have up to two hundred um, volunteers to go to out and do the help picking. Get this show. Yeah. No, we've got we've got thirty eight licensed pickers because yep. they have to be licensed. Yes. Them. Yes. Um, but we've got people who assist, and then we've got people who pick from their own farms and look after their or, or their properties, and um, they know which specific plants they need to collect, and they collect a small bunch and bring it in and then we have the sorters people come and sort them out and then we have the botanists who come and identify them wow, and then, so much goes into it yes yes and we've got a oh, beautiful geology display happening um uh, a bush bizzo one got a great gift store so oh. if, pe- if people are hearing all of this sue and they're like i'm gonna pack up and and drive out there um where do they get all of the information what's your website uh the website is um ravensthorpe wildflowers.org.org. Oh, hang on. Uh, It's Wildflowers Ravensthorpe. Wildflowers Ravensthorpe.org.au. That's it. You're as bad as me. But it's a great website, Sue. I've I've had a look at it. And you've got the flipping book, which is great. Look, you can get the program. I've put it up on Facebook. It's on the website. And it's a beautiful book. And the Wildflower Show... Is a, a collaborative group. Everyone in the community um, works around the wildflower show and, and helps out. So our local community resource centre in Hopetown um, put the program together for us this year, and they've come up with this flipping book, and it's uh, so good. <laughs> this flipping book—that's a, it. a good name for it as well. The CRC <laughs> do good work. Um, so thank you for coming on this morning. Good luck on the seventh. Oh, thank you very much. We're going to have fun. I know. Can't wait. Can't wait to get there. You need to plan a road trip for a few days because you can't fit it all in. Yeah, Yeah, that's a very good point. And I would highly recommend that if people want to do any of the workshops or go on, there's some magnificent walking tours. Mm. 
uh, you really do need to book and it books out pretty quickly. That's right. So. And support the local businesses, you yeah. know. And stay down there. Yeah. There's um, all information on accommodation as well around there. So Yeah, the lolly shop if it's still there. Yeah, the go, lolly shop's go, still go, there. Yeah, go to the pub. Yeah. Go check out the beaches. They're beautiful. Have a beer with me and Wombat. <laughs> it is oh, nearly a quarter to ten. <gasps> Roots oh, and Shoots thanks. with Sabrina Hahn and Christine Layton. On ABC Radio Perth and W. We've had callers waiting, ready to go. Let's go to Lisa, who is in Cowie. Hello, Lisa. Uh, G'day, Christine and Sabrina. How are you this morning? Hi, Lisa. We're good. Thank you for waiting patiently. Let us repay you. Okay. Um, Now, it it started uh, during our COVID homeschooling adventures. Yeah. Um, We traipsed around the countryside um, trying to find things tied identify and maybe nibble on out of our Noongar Bush Tucker book. Yes. Um, Now, the one thing that I couldn't find is the native yam. I think we ended up nibbling on a few um, dandelions, accidentally. (laughs) 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 No one died and apparently they're okay to eat. They are, yes, Um, yeah. Yeah, so I decided to grow some myself, and I cannot find seeds or seedlings anywhere. Okay, um, so now out of Kojinau, oh, who grows them down there? Yeah, now there, there's some local. Oh. There's a couple of local people that are growing them, um, and one's trying to grow them commercially. If you if you get in touch with the South Coast. Natural Resource Management. NRM. Yeah, they yep. might not. They might know because I did an interview about this when I was working down in Albany, but I just can't remember who was growing them. Um, but they are definitely being grown in the Great Southern at least. Yeah. yeah, and I know that there's a grower down near Ravensthorpe as well, Lisa. So get in contact with the South Coast NRM. We've given them a few plugs and I hope that they have the information. Um, But also, if you get in contact with... If you get in contact with um, Sue Layton, she'll kill me now, um, <laughs> from the Ravenstone Wildfire Festival, there's a guy down there that was growing them um, commercially. So he would definitely have seed. Um, and the other likely source that might actually have seed is go to the Tuckerbush website. Oh, of course. Have you been on yeah. Tuckerbush? Yeah, yeah, they didn't. I have. Okay, yeah. so so um, I hope that was worth waiting for, the information that yeah. we haven't really given you. Well, we've given you all we've got, Lisa. At least you got to hear Sue. I, I do think you could probably get in contact with her through the website and yeah. she would have an idea, Lisa. So good luck and um, I hope that persistence pays off. Uh, we've got Melaney on the line from Baskerville. Hi, Melaney. Oh, um, good morning. Good Hello. morning. Um. I've got something in my veggie garden that looks like a layer of grey ash. Okay, that's probably a layer of fungus. And um, now, good fungus or bad fungus? Hard to know, but most fungus is good fungus. There's very, you know, bad. The, the bad fungus you usually can't see. You only see symptoms when plants die. Um, I have a lot of that. Oh, you do? Mm. Oh. My snow peas only got to about a foot high. My board beans are only about 18 inches high. And the potato plants I had um, sort of grow, looked lovely, and then just peel over. Okay. So is it is there that layer, it's not very deep in the soil profile? Some of it's only just about an inch below, but then if I dig down, 
probably down about six inches. Okay. And then it'll be a, you know, sort of a layer of inch or so thick, inch maybe two. Okay. What you need to do is go and buy yourself a bucket of soil microbes. You buy mm-hmm. it in a little bucket. I want you to mix. I want first of all. I want you to mix that through the soil. So you'd need. I would go for one handful per square meter and dig it in, and then drench all the soil with a seaweed solution. Do not plant anything in there for at least four to five weeks, and keep turning the soil. Okay. Good luck, Mulaney, in Baskerville. See how it goes. Um, lots and lots of texts. Jill said, can you please make me have a playlist? I love your picks each week. Oh. I reckon you do well on, on Spotify. I think so. Yeah. Give yeah, we'll, 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 I'll work on that. Yeah, Roots and Shoots and Hoots. Yeah, Roots. Or, <laughs> or something we could call it. We'll figure it out, guys. <laughs> um, thank you, Geezer, for your text as well. Uh, Vicky has said, planted a seed of this tree. It's now five years old and four foot high in Denmark. Um, beautiful lo- white flowers with long stainum. Bow, yep, long stainums and very prominent anthers. Mm. Um, mm. So this is Bohinia hookeri or mountain ebony. So that Bohinia, uh, I, I hate to tell you, Vicky, is a very tropical one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and in Denmark, which is not so tropical, uh, and Vicky wants to know how long it will be before she gets flowers. So it will need to be quite mature before it flowers. Most bohinias flower within the first two years, but hooker eye might take a little bit longer to flower. I would protect it for the first two winters, and then you will need sort of a high potassium-based fertiliser for it. Yours might take about four or five years to flower, Vicky, but it's a stunner, isn't it? It is. It's beautiful. Mm. Can I test myself? Gail said, what is the pepper tree destroyer ingredients? Yes. So you get a peanut butter jar or yes. a, a jar like that. Yep. 60% kerosene. Yes. Uh, 40% black yes. blackberry tree killer. Yes. Yes. And then you cut the, the, tr- the trunk and, and then you paintbrush it in. Yes. And it doesn't leach into the soil. Excellent, Steve. Why couldn't I do well at high school? <laughs> oh, 1300 22720. <laughs> because right. I was not your teacher. I know, I know, <laughs> I realise now. Colleen is in Meekathara. Good morning, Colleen. Oh, did I oh? scare her away? Hello, Colleen. Colleen? Mm. Hang on. Maybe Wait. it's. The phone does funny things sometimes, hang it on. Does. Colleen, are you there? Are you there? Colleen. Mm, Colleen's definitely not there. She wanted to know um, how wonderful native flowers are and to share the beautiful bush looks in her neck of the woods at the moment. So, of course, Mekathara, all the flowers, they they have the carpets of everlastings around Mekathara, but then they've got all those, you know, they have the spin effects looks beautiful at this time of the year. Um, and then um, pick up your pen now, Steve. Sorry. And then, uh, and then they've got all the mullamullas <laughs> and the Sturt Desert Pea. Yep. So even though we couldn't get hold of her, fully understand that Mika Thara would be looking awesome. Mm, probably the signal let her down, I dare say. But we've still got Nelly from Harvey. Hello, Nelly. Hello, Sabrina. Hi, Christine. How are you? Oh, so well. You sound like your chipper this morning. What have you got planned for the weekend in the garden? Oh, 
Oh, heaps of planting in the garden. Oh, good and girl. Sowing poppy seeds everywhere and that oh. to get a big flush for October, oh. hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Um, My question is on an avocado tree again. We've been here for a couple of years, and the avocado tree, I think, is probably about 15 years old. It had a heavy prune about two years ago. Yeah. But um, my concern is the actual, um, some of the trunks, Um, not the the base one, but the branches, I should say. Yeah. And it seems as though it's kind of like rotting, the the, the top of the bark. It's cracking up and it's rotting. I did send some photos through. Yeah, I did. Got them, and they're not. Yeah, look, it's so not looking good. Know. No, no. What do I do, Sabrina? So, Nelly, they're on the actual branches, are they? Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, there's the. I don't know how many branches are affected, but the sad news is you need to cut those off. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, okay. So, what, percent, what percentage of the tree will that be, Nelly? Uh, probably quarter of it. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all right. Now, yeah. what it is, it's anthracnose. You've got a fungal uh, disease. Not you. Yep. But yep. Um, <laughs> uh, now, you will need to go and get some Fosject. Fosject, okay. And you need to get a tree syringe and you need yep. to inject the tree. About make it about uh, thirty centimeters above the ground, and I would put two injection points in. You drill a hole into the cambium layer, which is underneath the bark. You fill uh-huh. the syringe up with the fosject. You screw the tree syringe in, release the trigger, and you've got to do it in the morning when it's rapidly uptaking, you know, water and nutrients, it'll suck that up through the cambium layer, distribute it throughout the tree, and that's your only hope. Then you need to spray as much of the foliage as you can get with the same stuff, with the same fosject. And um, where can I get that Fosject? Uh, you're in Harvey. Yeah. So oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, if you go to a uh, any any rural distribution place, okay, it's yep. the same stuff that they use for dieback, Nelly. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, if you can't get that, there's an anti-rot. It's called uh-huh. anti-rot, which you'll be able to buy from hardware stores and nurseries. It's exactly the same stuff. Okay, all right. So, it's, so the disease is the, is the anthracnose. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. No worries. Oh, it's a shame. I know. <laughs> oh, but you know what? I, if anyone can do it, you can, Nelly. Uh, oh, because good. You, you've got the grit, I can tell. Good yep. luck. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies. Have a good weekend. You too. <laughs> 1300 222 720. Oh, it's five minutes to 10. I say that. The lines are full. Oh, I'm a tease. Sorry. Um, so Pippa and Stuart Hill, who we spoke to last week, yes. one of our regular texters, said my friend was the caterer at the function in Hopetown from the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Festival. And there's a wonderful photo of you, Sabrina. Me and Wombat. Oh, is that Wombat? That's Wombat. <gasps> That's me and Wombat. And there's um, oh. Angus Stewart in the background. Yeah. Um, there's Chenda, who's the president. Um, Look at that. So we oh. picked Wombat up. 
And he got all dressed up for lunch. He's got a black coat on. He's yep. got a black beautiful um, hat. Is it a Cobra? Yeah. Yep. Um, white button-up shirt, no tie. Yep. Um, and he looks like he's three piece suit, having the best night of his life. We should put that up on the website because um, oh. Wombat will give me his permission. Because oh, people I... probably would love to see oh, Wombat. Definitely. All right, we'll find a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pippa. I wish you could all see it here and now. Um, let's see. We should do some more calls because we yes. don't have a lot of time before sports talk comes on. Um, you know, after young Thomas, nine-year-old Thomas was on oh, last yeah, week yeah, yeah. and he had all of his um, siblings in the background yeah, yeah. and he was so good. He persisted through the whole thing. <laughs> and then he even corrected me on the footy fixtures because oh. I got it wrong. That, that I said that West Coast were playing tonight. I made sure that I knew what was coming up. So Fremantle are playing tonight and West Coast are playing Hawthorne tomorrow. So I'm right. across it now. But ah, well was, done. He was a good kid. Scotty is in Cool up. Hi, Scotty. Good morning, ladies. Hello. What can we do for you, Scotty? I've um, I've got the front yard that's got cooch on it, yeah. and what I want to do is get rid of the cooch and just put mulch down and some natives. Yes. And everybody has got so many ideas how to get rid of the cooch. Yes. <laughs> and um, it seems to be a massive problem. What I was thinking of doing, and you can probably tell me if I'm wrong or not. Oh, and by the way, Sabrina, I think you should do stand-up comedy with your girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if only she could have your accent, though, Scotty. It's I know. I'd yeah. love your accent. Yeah. I'd be a lot funnier, I'm sure. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that you're funny, Scotty, so, so but how, you could be. How do you get oh, rid of no, it? Oh, no, no. I can be very funny. We just don't have long. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And we're not allowed to swear on it. No. But um, my friend was the hooch with the cooch, and I remember you saying it was very hard to get rid of. So yes. uh, I sympathise, yeah. Scotty. What so do you what, do? what have you got in mind, Scotty? So I've got a mind of um, giving it two massive dozies to round up. Yep. And then getting a bobcat in and digging down 100 mil. Yep. Um, but what I was wondering is I was thinking of putting some black plastic down no. in the wheat No, 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 oh, Scotty. You had, her, you had her until then. Yep. Now, I tell you what, um, you can do either what I would suggest you do. You either do the roundup or, I mean, the glyphosate or yep. you do the bobcat. Now, if I would see if you do the roundup, you can then plant directly like three weeks later. You can plant directly into the dead grass, but you will have to do the glyphosate twice because yep. the first one, it'll just go, yeah, bring it on, Scotsman. Do your worst. <laughs> then the second time it'll go, ah, I, I like haggis. Um, so so I do one or the other. Do not put black plastic down. Do not put weed matting down. Okay. Because Cooch just sees that and goes, oh, this is lovely. I'm going to run all the way underneath and just pop up the other side. All right, then. And, and that's what I was wondering. Yeah, so... Two doses of a glyphosate and you need three weeks in between each dose or you go in with a bobcat, which I love machinery personally and it's heaps of fun. I've noticed that. We're going to get your face on the side of one. (laughs) Um, Steve in Kelmscott, you've got 30 seconds. Um, What can Sabrina assist with? Yeah, good day. Um, I just want to know the uh, Gross Mitchell or Gross Mitchell bananas, that used to be the staple. Yeah. Are they still available? Can no, I have not seen them for a long time, Steve. Because that's the one to plant on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You might have to hunt around for that. There's a fruit tree specialist in um, 
where all the wineries are down that area down there. Uh, he would be the only one that I think would have them. All right. Um, Shane in Narragin, you've got 10 seconds because Steve was generous. How can Sabrina help? Uh, yeah, just the neighbours have quite a huge lawn and it goes into our buffalo. Is it buffalo lawn? Yes. Yes. So how do I get rid of it? Because it's really easy on my three girls when they play on it. Oh, oh okay. Now, annoying. the only problem is, Shane, is that whatever kills the kike is going to kill the buffalo. I'd suggest you get one of those weeding wands and wipe it across the um, when, the, when the kike comes through. All right. Just like that, Sabrina, um, nicely done. Thank you for telling us all about the Ravensort Wildflower Show. Thank Pleasure. you all for your calls and texts. Got any plans today? They're working. Working. <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, I hope the rest of you enjoy the weather while you can. Um, it'll all be up on the website, ABC Perth. Have a great weekend. Sports Talk up soon. Time for news. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listener.